Haikus are my jam, and it's definitely jam time. Loot is had by all in the Iron Forge where we prep to fight big. It's ten years ago, and you slam the large stone doors closed behind you as Grumpo and a humongous armoured skeleton go hell to leather out in the hall. All you can hear is the muffled crashing of fist against stone and feral cat sounds the likes of which you've never heard before. But you're now in the eponymous forge. The round room is surrounded by pouring mechanisms and large iron moulds for various types of weapons and armour. At the centre of the forge, however, is a glimmering anvil with a large striking hammer laid upon it. Yeah, this doesn't look like the place. <laughs> yeah, did we uh, take a wrong turn? Wait, who had the map? I think it was Grumpo. Did... Oh, well. Grumpo didn't show us a map, did he? Let's just chuck it in here and be done with it. No one's going to find it down here. In the bin. I believe the mechanism would involve casting the chalice into something, as opposed to what appears to be an opportunity to smash it out. Oh my God, could we smash it out into something innocuous that we've had with us the whole time in the future? (laughs) (laughs) Twist. Wait, are we not in the present? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of something metal we've had with us the whole time, but I'm I'm drawing a black... Maggie. Margaret's chastity belt. Maggie's pretty male. My dragon chest set. Let's pound it into a dragon (laughs) chest set. (laughs) Twist. I have twigs. That's a pretty good idea, present or future blip. How about we just turn it into another shape cup? <laughs> How about we turn it into a replica of the cup? <laughs> <laughs> but instead of Mastodon skulls, we put human skulls on it, and then we just sell it at a flea market in uh, yeah. in Beaton. Along with that gnome statue we found. Twist, twist, twist. All these fan theories are coming true, <laughs> people at home. Which one's the ones in our heads? <laughs> I've got an idea, gang. How about we wait until Grumpo's one? And he can come in and tell us what to do. We probably should have helped Grumpo. No, he told us to fuck off. That's true. (laughs) Do what he says. We shall have to figure this out for ourselves. Grumpo is very deeply immersed in a cat battle. And as you know, you should never get in the way of those. You should just let them work their way out. You just spray water on them, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) It's too late to do that. Spray water on them. (laughs) No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Only one of them's a cat, right? So it'll go, we go in oh. doing the cat deterrent tactic. That not work on everyone? Does it work on Luxodons? Works on my kids. <laughs> my future kids that I don't yet have. Wait, <laughs> where are we in the past or the oh, future? Oh no! <laughs> Quick, we've got to get back to the future now. It will work on my children. <laughs> this concept is collapsing. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Cast the gauntlet into whatever looks like a fire hot enough to destroy it. That one. <laughs> Throw it into a pedal bin. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> Does it look like there's like a central forge, like a particularly hot bit? Um, oh, yeah, we can ask Sarah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Perception check. So I shouldn't put gasoline in the pedal bin? Mm. <laughs> Do it anyway. Can we start a bin fire and put it in there? <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Coastberg way. <laughs> um, I rolled a four for perception. <laughs> okay. Wow. You see... Stone. Not very much, yeah. <laughs> you see that your shoes are untied. Oh. <laughs> but they're not. Wait. You just think they're. Someone help me. <laughs> <laughs> you see, think you see your shoes are untied. I just did a critical miss, Sarah. <laughs> Jump's looking on. Mm-hmm. You think you've got shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you also think your shoes are untied, which is novel because you're not wearing shoes. <laughs> My shoes. <laughs> Excuse me, everyone. I'll tie yours and you tie mine. Ah, a wonderful exchange. This makes me sick. I'm very much like socialism, in as much as we agree to tie each other's shoes, but one of us isn't wearing any shoes. <laughs> Just like it. <laughs> yeah, I reiterate, feeling sick. However, allow me, and he cocks one eyebrow and just has a real good glare around the room and rolls a 12. Oh, okay. Ooh. Mighty. Behold, puny mortals. I will wait to see what Morik perceives before I inform you jump. 
I wasn't even going to do it. I just assumed someone would roll it good. So. <laughs> nah, they've all wished, really. <laughs> See, one of you fucking idiots would have made yeah. it. Oh, mm, 16. Okay, oh. well, no, 16 <laughs> is fine. And that's yeah. it. 12. Shit roll, guys. Shit roll. Would also is fine. <laughs> With a 12 jump, uh-huh. you see that next to the anvil is a stone cylinder that seems to be containing hot stuff lava like substance. Mm. And Moik, with a 16, mm. you get the impression that if you dip the chalice in there mm-hmm. and then put it on the anvil, it'll be weak enough to smash with this magically imbued hammer. Morik looks up and sees Jump standing there with a hand poised over the cylinder going, hmm. <laughs> Blur and Margaret emerge back into frame. Everything that could have been tied has now been so. <laughs> We're tied together. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. It looks like we'll have to do this as a three-legged race, just like the sporting events held in Upper Coastburg before, mm. you know, before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's too recent. Before the future tragedy. <laughs> the timeline is unclear, Wait, nevertheless. The hang- format really is disintegrating. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do with this? Hang on. I've got a sneaking suspicion Mark isn't a fucking idiot. What was that, Mark? What did you see? Uh, we dip it into that hot, fiery thing, and then we can smash it over there. Hooray! With this thingy. Oh, of course, we dip our hands into the cylindrical thing. No, no, no God, no. The cup, the cup. How are we going to get it out? We use these tongs. <laughs> <laughs> these tongs? I know my way around a forge. I found them tongs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We know he spent that night at Stephen's blacksmithery. No questions asked, he said. And keep saying that. And this is probably why Stephen was brought on the adventure yeah. to nah. accurately destroy the chalice. And yet, here we are. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Fuck. Nevertheless, let's have a go. I knew we should have sacrificed Blurg. Should we roll performance <laughs> to pretend to be blacksmith? I, yeah. I'm feeling confident. We can do this. It's probably going to be fine dipping. I think you'll need to nominate one of you to use the hammer and then roll a strength check. Oh, me! Oh, me! Are any of us any good with hammers? I, I am. Uh, I, I haven't like really gotten Bless. to know all of you and your proficiencies me. yet. Bless, me. You're pretty strong. Me! Me! I am. Me, I'm I think- good with hammers. Can I bagsy hammer? <laughs> Bagsy Hammer. I think Margaret's probably good with hammers. Bagsy Hammer. I like hammers. If you'll remember, Bagsy Hammer did not join us on our quest. <laughs> we too, all tried. Too busy rapping. I, re- I really wish Bagsy Hammer pants hadn't gone out of fashion. <laughs> Bagsy, Bagsy Hammer pants. <laughs> I've been wearing them this whole time. Watch. <laughs> but they're tied to Maggie's beard. Wow. What a carry on. On second thoughts, perhaps Margaret would be best to wield the hammer. Yeah. yeah whatever. I don't statistically, like mechanically, have any advantage with hammers. <laughs> I just like them. It just feels right, you know? It's true. It's your thing. I remember that. It's my thing. Yeah. Back in the present. Uh, I wanted to tongue and smash. You are about to <laughs> tongue and smash. It's the new Netflix and chill. Oh, <laughs> gross. Um. <laughs> Sex is natural. Especially when it involves tongs. <laughs> and smashing. Nothing as natural and beautiful as a classic tongue and smash. <laughs> tongue and smash. With, <laughs> with your no strings attached bestie. Yeah. Aww. Fuck bestie. Beautiful. <laughs> Back in the present, you are about to <laughs> enter that self-same forge. Mm. Uh, is everybody ready? No. Um. <laughs> yes, but just to clarify, none of us are currently engaged in any kind of fight. We've got Grumpo with us this time. Yep. Cool. All right. Yeah. And to clarify, this is the present. This is the present. <laughs> Jump, you have armored jorts. <gasps> Blurg, you have a crab mech. <laughs> Maggie, you have a mysterious magical hammer. And Mark, you have a floating shield. Oh, named named Willie. Named, oh, named Willie, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the mech suit was called Julian. Yep. Julian. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great, great, great. Yeah. I've got the important details. Glad we got that sorted. <laughs> Wait, who's, who's Julian? <laughs> Blair's mech suit. Oh, yeah. Okay. My excellent mech suit. Gotta remember that. I didn't name my jorts, you see, as they are merely an extension of my own aura. Uh, <laughs> and ass. Cool. Let's do this then. Grumpo pulls the Prince of Ruin's head out of his bag and holds it aloft. Any last words, you little shit? <laughs> I'm going to boo him when he says something. I look forward to that. Don't give him the honour. Shove him back in the bag. I refuse to answer boo. that, for I do not believe that you are going to succeed. Yes, you are right to boo. Yes, continue to boo him. <laughs> boo. What a wanker. La, 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 la. Yeah. La, la, la. I moon him, and then I push my bum in his face. <laughs> I hope that in your final moments when you realise that we have succeeded, you will see that it is because of the power 
of socialism, our friendship, but also this mech suit. Yeah. <laughs> when the fuck did you get a mech suit? <laughs> a lot has changed, my friend, since you were last here. When he was sleeping with your mother, you sucker! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, been waiting to do that. <laughs> I hate you all. Oh. I wish you were dead. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it is a great shame that we did not achieve genuine friendship with you. Mm. Evil chaotic robot. <laughs> but Blurg, have higher standards for yourself, buddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come on. You're, you're worth more than this. You're worth like one or two, at least one or two rungs above the Prince of Ruin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody is beyond friendship. Mm. But nevertheless, let's destroy this head. I have 200 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you hear that? You, you metal-headed stupid sucker. Mm. I mood him again. <laughs> I had more hit points than that when I had my body. Didn't help you, though, did it? <laughs> Idiot. But you do not have your body, and I do have this mech suit. True. Touche. <laughs> and unless your body's in the next room, or your head somehow affixes to Blair's mech suit. Uh-uh. Quick, should we try that? Oh, wait. Oh, God. Oh, God, that would be the worst. <laughs> oh, keep them away. Maybe they're magnetic. <laughs> also, does this thing have the same Wi-Fi that the robots at the farm did? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should destroy the mech suit just in case. Yes, let's do that immediately. <laughs> no, destroy the jammer. <laughs> yeah, you do still have a Wi-Fi jammer if you're worried about such things. Oh, yeah, yeah. true. Oh, yeah. Maybe they have Wi-Fi in the Iron Forge. I don't know. Blair would have been fucking streaming about it by now if we did. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, true. All the callbacks. <laughs> What's up, Pond Scum? I wish you hadn't given yourself this nickname. <laughs> Good nickname. Listen, Daryl, I'm really, 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 really glad that you're about to stop existing. All right, you can put him away. So, as you approach the door, you hear the rhythmic sound of metal colliding with metal coming from within. As you push open the door once more, the room is very much as you might remember, but a layer of steam clings to the air. As you walk further into the room, the sound of clanging gets louder and you can see a large, shadowy figure hammering upon an anvil in the centre of the room. Oh no. How would you like to approach this? What did we do with the- Hello! (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. (laughs) I didn't really do. What did we do with the- Bits of the gauntlet once we smashed it up. The gauntlet. Oh. That was three adventures ago, mate. <laughs> the, the chalice. The chalice. Come on. Come on, guys. We've all had a long trip. <laughs> We've all had a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember. I think I need another episode of remembering, if you get what I mean. <laughs> I do. I love the way we've been doing that this whole journey. Yeah. Of sitting down and having episodes of remembrance. <laughs> Sometimes to very innocuous moments. If only we had gotten there quicker. <laughs> but the journey is the goal, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Except for this time and the previous adventure. That's true. Mm. Grumpo, that thing you fought, did you... What, did, you won, right? Grumpo. <clears throat> this mine is really mining. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sake. There's only... There's only so much you can do to uh, an immortal being. I mm. incapacitated him briefly, but uh, I'm pretty sure this, this, this is still him. Right. Well, but do we have like Final Fantasy rules where you can just give him a phoenix down? What? And that, that'll kill him. You know, use the old, you like you use the, the fuck are you talking about, John? <laughs> Final, fa- <laughs> Final Fantasy. What's this bullshit? Is there any chance you ended on good terms last time that we might pick up where you left off in a mode of friendship and understanding? Does he owe you a favour? Well, sexual favour, preferably. I did steal one of his ribs. Oh. Does that answer your question? I see. Esoteric. I am worried about the implications of that, but also would really like to know what you did with the rib. Mm, yes. I put it above my mantelpiece. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah. Well, it's not very useful then. Yeah. He's probably extra mm. angry about the rib then, mm. if anything. Hmm. Well, maybe you should wait outside. <laughs> yeah, should I wait outside no. while you do this? No, yeah. do you know what? Don't we, wanna... Are we going to try and do this with charisma or stealth? How <laughs> um, um, we just sneak up on him, get a surprise round in? Well, we could try not fighting him. We could see if we oh, can sneak blurg. the head into the forge. So blurg of you. <laughs> Fine. I'm pretty sure this mech suit has a stealth setting. <laughs> stealth. <laughs> stealth mode activated. <laughs> Dunk. Let me find Dunk. out by pressing all of the levers at once. Like if stealth mode was it just going shh. <laughs> 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 stealth mode's holding a leaf in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, he's probably heard uh, us talking by now. We've been here for like five minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a big forge. He's very noisy. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his headphones on. He's listening to some jams while he works. <laughs> I don't want to wait. <laughs> They've got noise cancelling. Excellent noise cancelling. For this life to be over. I fucking love these guys. They're just as loving friends. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, why don't we just play a gig? <gasps> and then in the middle of the gig, whilst he's like rocking out, someone sneaks around and destroys it. Yeah. yeah. Or... Or we could, Blurg, you could go forwards and do your diplomatin' thing, but the rest of us could sneak round in the shadows just in case we do actually need to jump out at him. Yeah, I'm extra stealthy. I like that idea. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to need individual stealth checks from all three of you. And then, Blurg, you can make whatever introduction you would like to. I'm wondering if I'll be more or less successful in the mech. Would he respect me more? It's up to you. I will ride. I will climb onto the roof. I'll Mr. Bean it. I'll <laughs> tie some ropes around some of the levers. And I will sit on the roof and try and operate it from up there. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. <laughs> okay, um, give me... <laughs> I'll Mr. Bean it. I'll chase a wasp around a park. <laughs> <laughs> I'll paint a twig with uh, Marmite. And it'll be written by Ben Elton. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> We're going until we find the right reference. Give me a... Uh, I got a natty one, so... Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, failed. Maybe I just won't move. We're still going to play this out because this was the plan. Mm. Give me a dexterity mm. check, Blurg, just to see if you can miss the Beaner successfully or whether the tank is going to just careen off into some apparatus. <laughs> Come on, Blurg. With pleasure. Can't believe we got a reference Mr. Bean now on our award-winning <laughs> podcast. Hey, Mr. Bean's still good. His Ronak said he's cancelled. True. <laughs> that is a 19. Wow. Okay, so you do successfully <laughs> maneuver this. So how <laughs> how do you want to approach the Eternal Armorer? Very slowly. Okay. With basically, like when an emperor would ride up on an elephant, you know, just sort of plodding, sort oh, of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Like John Wayne on a horse. Mm-hmm. I want to approach. Nice. I like his style. I'm a, but I'm a frog riding a mechanical crab. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> But you're moving from the hips, so it's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as this mechanical crab inches forward, the steam begins to part, and you see the Eternal Armorer once more. A tall, imposing figure in a comprehensive set of full plate armor that helps to give the impression that this being is of substantial mass. But when you gaze upon the head, you can see hidden beneath a Viking-like helmet is a bare and unnatural Luxodon skull. Oh. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did too much overtime. When it clocks your approach, it stops hammering on the anvil and looks over at you. Whoa. And I pull a thing and it stops. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Margaret's inside, I forgot to <laughs> Having a sleep. <laughs> Hello there, Eternal Armour. Hello there. And well met. Why are you here? I've... Yeah, I should have thought of that. Um, <laughs> this kind of done with some discussion beforehand. <laughs> Beautiful editing work coming up. <laughs> I am here to be... Your apprentice. Mm. Oh, smooth. I wish to learn everything that you have to teach about your art. And I have fought many dangers and travened many... Travenes. Dangers to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Never has a grung tried to step foot in my forge before. In true, I have had a lot of difficulties submerging myself in water for at least an hour whilst travelling through this forge, but it has been worth it for this opportunity. And you're interested in my dark forgery. Nope, that's not what I would say. <laughs> Everything I make is a knockoff. Fake ID cards, you want them, we got them. <laughs> just Prada handbags in the corner. <laughs> They won't look at the picture, honestly. <laughs> I just look at the... We got bootleg justice-loving friends vinyls. Don't look at what... It, it says gookie. <laughs> it says gookie. <laughs> 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 
Oh. I love how you can't get away with an innocent mistake anymore on the show. Yeah, with vultures. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was going to go back and say something new, but now we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Just his dark forgery. What did the rest of you roll for stealth checks? I just had this like this image, sorry, of whilst this was happening. Morik, we we're all going like stealth, stealth, stealth. And Morik goes, okay. And then turns around and immediately just crashes into it like a shelf of pans. Yeah. Feet in saucepans. And then turns into a giant squid out of shock. Oh, that's, my, that's my natty one. That's what it does. Ouch. <laughs> pans, pans, more pans. Googie handbags. <laughs> well, Margaret's still invisible, I believe. Yes, absolutely. Oh. And I believe you gave... I can't remember. I, you said something like, I don't have to roll. Yep, that is true. Maggie, you are just invisible. So is Jump. Oh, so is Jump. Okay. Wait, what? So yeah. With your tattoo, right? Yeah. No, no, I cast greater invisibility, I think. That was oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I probably should have so. prepped in advance. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flight of stairs as well. They just come <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere. I was just going to check. As soon as we start like casting magic and that, we'll become invisible, I think. Yeah, we? as soon as you attack. As soon as oh, we attack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If, if you attack. If we attack. <laughs> yeah, I'm confident this will be fine. Me too. So you two are welcome to remain unseen as yeah. Morik puts one foot into a bucket. No. And then <laughs> just continues to walk, but clanging the bucket no. the whole time. God damn. And the eternal armor just tilts his head to the side and sees Morik and Grumpo. Um, ah, yes. Um, I'm... These are my... Yes, I'm here about a delivery. <laughs> <laughs> of of mead to my mouth, because you see, these are my trusted squires. Yes. <laughs> Slash uh, band. And uh, also, with Morik, we don't need a donkey. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're, they're, my, they're my troop. I smile. I could ask them to wait outside if you'd prefer, as we discuss the terms of my apprenticeship. <laughs> Hey Maggie! Hey Maggie, do you think this is okay? We can just we'll just stay invisible for a bit, right? He shakes his head. You don't think I remember Grumbo do claw. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> what he has become greatly shamed in his later years and took a job as my squire <laughs> in order to um, make ends meet. I've brought him here as a final humiliation. To earn your favour. That's good. You should roll for persuasion. <laughs> um, give me a deception check with disadvantage. Ugh, is it deception. really a lie, though? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it is. I guess that is how lies work. Yeah. Aren't all lies just an attempt to persuade? <laughs> okay, Paul, you roll a persuasion check on that. And if that's a success, <laughs> then yeah, get to roll persuasion on the lie. Okay, the lower of the two. And I'm really annoyed. One of them was a natch 20. Oh, Motherfucker, it always happens. The other one was uh, 12 with stuff added. Okay, so you'll see why it was a disadvantage because as he looks Grumpo up and down, he clocks the Prince of Ruins' head in his hands. Ah, Fucking Grumpo. Grumpo. Find your back or something, yeah? Grumpo, for fuck's sake. One of the invisible people could have taken it. I retcon. (laughs) No, you can't retcon now. I tried. Grumpo wouldn't give it to me. Did did I or did I not ask, is everyone ready? And then I gave you time to think about things and I gave you time to think about things again when you were in the steam. I didn't realise. None of you said. None of you said. I didn't realise Grumpo was just going to be like the fucking, the sully again and be like, well, I thought, Honestly, Maggie, I thought he was just going to put it back in the bag. (laughs) Not just hold it with him the entire time, knowing that the eternal armor was there. Fuck's sake. I'm still going to stay invisible, though. Yeah, me too. Fuck him. Grumpo turns to what the eternal armor can't see Mm. and says, Listen, I didn't think it through, okay? (laughs) I thought we'd just walk in and destroy it. I don't... I should have left it in the bag. Rapidly going off this cat. Uh (laughs) And then there's a silence, and then you just hear Jump go, Shh, shh, shh. I don't think he's heard us. <laughs> yes, we have brought you the head of the Prince of Ruin so that you might do your dark deeds. I'm just stalling for time. We'll destroy it at some point whilst he's working on it. <laughs> Grumpo. Oh, God. No, that feels bad. <laughs> Fuck it. Plan B is just start attacking. Hand over the head. <laughs> uh, he can't. Like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea, Black. Nor do I. <laughs> oh, God. Tell you what, chuck it. <laughs> See, have, a, have a go. 
It's worth a roll. <laughs> uh, what what is your suggestion, Paul? It's the what the thing we need to destroy this with. Oh no, we need to ha- we need to um to- tongue and fuck it. What's it? Tongue and smash. Yeah, tongue and smash. That's it. We need to tongue and smash it. So chucking isn't going to work. We really weren't ready. You can see that the eternal armor is holding that hammer uh, that you fine. picked up from the forge ten years ago. Oh, you mean I didn't keep it? Maggie wasn't dragging around an absolutely enormous hammer the entire time. I could have sworn you kept that, Maggie. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, I could have sworn I had it too. Oh, well. Guys, I'm running out of diplomatic ideas. Well, it's not my job. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I am the diplomat. Dibbler. Dibbler, mate, yeah. Mm. (sighs) Honestly, I don't think we thought this through very well, did we? I have a bucket. (laughs) Eternal armor. Why do you wish to see the Prince of Ruin restored to his former brutal fullness? I have no wish to see him restored. Oh. This could be fair. But you cannot destroy him, either. You see, I struck up a deal with this wretched entity to raise me an unsleeping, untiring workforce in exchange for his mechanical fail-safe body. Oh, I mean, oh, shit. Well... In that case, the terms of the deal have been fulfilled. He raised the workforce, and you provided him with a body, which, to be honest, he has been reckless and disrespectful with, (laughs) leaving it up trees and such. That was definitely him. (laughs) No, I would disagree. It it is more of a failure on his part to make the connections between the head and body substantial in any worthwhile way. (laughs) Oh, that's a slam. Grumpo, can you just turn that fucking skull off? (laughs) I mean, mean, fuck, shit. Help us destroy this stupid head and we'll go and leave you to your your dark but seemingly isolated deeds. <laughs> yeah, we can let this slide. <laughs> Let's just not come here, guys. Yeah. Let's just tell everyone not to come here. Hashtag not our quest. You don't have plans for taking over the world, do you? Oh, wait, do you? I do not. Oh, it's fine. I, lovely. We just want to borrow your handle then. Happy making weapons of deadly quantity and putting them out into the world as i have done for nearly a century well Well, to to be fair we do use a lot of those yeah we do they are pretty cool did you make this cool hammer no i did my family did i did not but i did make that mech suit you are riding from it's rather good it's a blood mech suit (laughs) i assume that you knew it could do this and i pulled this lever that makes it go <laughs> yes. Oh. Um. No, it's fine. <laughs> you did. Well, it's very good. But you misunderstand. Oh. If you were to truly destroy the Metal Prince, my workforce would return to the dirt, ah. and I can't go back to paying my workers. Oh. Huh. Well, what, if, what if we were to find some other enslaved workforce? I know where you can get some rats. <laughs> 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 don't sell it, our rat buddies. I don't say that. Um, <laughs> I just said it to see what you'd do. The slaver nature comes out in the. <laughs> yeah, every so often, that little, just... Every so often, you're very wide buds, aren't you, Blood? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was brought up in it. It's honestly a good thing I'm not worse. Um, well, then. You should be grateful you're not more evil. <laughs> For the sake of laying your workforce to rest. And also to ensure that the flow of magical evil weapons into the world is halted, we should probably do battle. Yeah. I mean, we've got our loot now. Yeah. I don't need any more of it. I'm willing even to sacrifice this excellent mech suit if it means that there are fewer weapons out there. Jump approaches and go, invisibility off! Did that work? Did that work? <laughs> the fuck is this now? Oh. Did, you, that's <laughs> right. did you? You're dealing with the entirety of the justice-loving friends plus <laughs> Wait, I'm not a justice-loving friend. Blair, by extension. Oh my god, you want to join? Well, now we have an even extra reason to survive this encounter. <laughs> Grandpa, what instrument do you play? I can play the pheromone. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Finally, we're going to move our sound into a new era, which I'm going to call. The 1980s for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this is all so confusing. Question. Question, Eternal Armourer. Did you fashion these? And he points at his jorts. No, one of my subordinates probably did. Oh, nice. I'm going to keep these then. Because if you had made them, I'd have taken them off. Because I'm ethical. Yeah. 
I'm still going to use the mech suit. <laughs> Fair. Just for, just for this fight. Then I'll, I'll destroy it. Honest. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the Eternal Armorer snaps his bony fingers. And out of the steam around the edge of the room, you see small spindly no. figures begin to emerge. No. As skeletal dwarven workers, hammers in hand, ready themselves for a fight. Ugh. There's now too many to count gathering around the edge of the room. For perhaps the last time, please roll initiative. I'm still invisible. Can I get a sneak attack? You were talking a lot of shit about that. No, but he couldn't tell who it was coming from. (laughs) He just thought it was an angry stranger. (laughs) Until you are visible again, attacks on you will have disadvantage. Oh, thank you. That's 22. Oh, I need to roll for the army. The army. I don't like that. Six. The jump. I tell you guys, I am bloody sick of this. This is not even our quest. Yeah. We were done with this jerk off. We finished our quest episodes ago. Well, yeah, exactly. I just... We had the flashback, we had the remembrance for it ages ago. You know, I just thought you that know was who gone. I blame for this? I blame Morik, actually, <laughs> for, <laughs> for putting us forward for this. True, but it's not Morik's fault. You know, we were just here to dump a fuckhead skull in a thing. Yeah, just do, do, do some fly tipping. Mm. And this dickhead's here. Yeah, and honestly, I just I just don't want to deal with it. I had a big old speech on the eagle <laughs> about it. And, oh, just pain in the ass, mate. Well, you know. For the justice-loving friends, the quest is never over. <gasps> That's not what we said, philosophically. We said something different. <laughs> we can go back to no longer killing as soon as we've killed this douche. And can you really kill what's already dead? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Let's give it a go. <laughs> I feel like the quest is never over was the title of our first album. <laughs> yeah, the quest was definitely over. After the quest was over. Yeah, we <laughs> took turns to name one. The first one's quest is never over and the second one is, oh, actually it is. <laughs> and then the third one's like, no, we're back on the road again. <laughs> Jump funded and presents. What did everyone get in their initiative? I got 16. Six. Uh, 22. 19. Oof. That's a lot of initiative. You might think. A healthy serving of initiative. We shall convince those good guys to come and help us. Mm. It's not too late for an Army of the Dead style situation. Oh, yeah. Only this time it'll look good. It is. It is too late. Those ghosts are in different rooms. <laughs> These are just uh, skeletons with no... Feelings. Mental ability. Mm. Shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I should have probably let you waste a turn trying to talk to these uh, mindless skeletons. (laughs) Okay, so Grumpo currently has the Prince of Ruin's head. The Eternal Armorer has the hammer you need to smash the Prince of Ruin's head. There is an army of dwarves that will stand between you and this task, but cleave rules are in effect. So when you do damage... If your damage exceeds the hit points, it will then go on to another dwarf. Okay. Mm, that's cool. Okay. Blurg. You've all seen a movie. You know how this has to go. We all do like individual stuff, and then we come back together and say, it's not working. We need to work as a team. And then we do that, and it works. So let's do that. Cool. <laughs> Now, how does it work with my mech suit? Is operating the levers basically my whole turn, or can I... So you can operate two levers as a bonus action, and then also do shooty-shooty arrow arrows. Cool. I jump in. And I pull two levers. Levers. I do six and five, which is walk forward and do claws. Okay. Give me an attack roll for those claws. Plus... Wow, plus eight to hit. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Roll damage for me. Let's roll. Let's roll, everyone. Four damage. Four damage. Okay, so... <laughs> Shit. Five, five skeletal dwarves move into position in front of the Eternal Armorer and you smash into one of them with the uh, claws, knocking it back a little bit, but not destroying it. Oh. Damn. Never mind. What happens when I say to my oath, though? Eternal Armorer? That's a good question, because we've never used it. <laughs> I've yeah. never done that before. Jump funded, I mean Eternal Armorer. <laughs> you have to say the command phrase, swift death to you who have wronged me. Oh, <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> swift death to you who have wronged me. You have advantage on the roll, and if your attack hits, your sworn enemy takes an extra 3d6 piercing damage. Wow. Shit. That's good. I need pen and paper for all this damage. All right, hold on. 
but you will have disadvantage if you try to use your bow on the dwarven skeletons. No worries. So, so yeah, the eternal armor is your swift death to you who have wronged me. <laughs> I have a tank for them. That's going to be a 25, mm-hmm. a 23, mm-hmm. and a 19. They all hit. Hooray! 31 points of damage. Uh, <laughs> that is 3d6 per head hit so 96 <laughs> okay that's 52 points of damage damn damn <laughs> jesus so the crab moves forward and sort of swings ineffectually at a dwarf but then you let loose three arrows and can you give me that swift after you have wronged me please swift after you who have wronged me robot jerk is going to die now i think <laughs> Confidence, Blur, confidence. You're not a robot, you're a skeleton. That's too many <laughs> syllables. And you let loose three arrows, which seem to fire from your bow with more force than usual Whoa. and penetrate Whoa. the joinings of the plate armor in the exact areas they need to, finding purchase in his skeletal body. Morik, it's your turn in the initiative. Me. Sarah. When? Hello. <laughs> Hello. When when a creature has damage vulnerabilities, is that the only thing that they're vulnerable to, or is it particularly what they're vulnerable to and there is the potential for other things? It's particularly... Okay, yeah. okay. So they can also have immunities that will make them okay. stronger against those attacks. Well, I'm not optimistic about how weak an eternal skeletal armor is going to be to fire. I'm going to just say in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Rumpo's still near me, yes? Yes. Excuse me, Grumpo, could you just step back for one moment? Just a little bit of space. Okay. And Morik wild shapes into an earth elemental. (laughs) Because I am a druid of the moon, whatever, circle of the moon. My level 10 feature is to pick any elemental and morph into it. Cool. That's really cool. (laughs) All of my wild shapes is used in that. Like, I can't use wild shape again. Fuck me, says jump. (laughs) I am now a giant stone elemental. (laughs) What does your earth elemental look like, Mark? He looks like... <laughs> he's got pretty chunky legs mm-hmm. and a big-ass rock body. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maybe with, like, really big arms. Kind of like a gorilla in stone. Okay, nice. But, like, not so much a, a back. Like, you know how gorillas have, you know, a visible spine? Not so much. He's okay. just a big chunk with mm. massive arms and some stump-ass legs. Nice. <gasps> This is good because what I wanted to imagine was the uh, rock biter from Neverending Story, and yeah. that's pretty much yeah. what yeah. you described. <laughs> Sweet. I'm just going to bludgeon my way through the room, just smash it. <laughs> no, Morik, we're your friends. <laughs> so I get I get uh, two slam attacks, so I can do them all. Nice. I assume it's each arm or, you know, an arm and a leg, whatever I fancy. Whatever you fancy. Whatever I bloody fancy. Whatever you fancy. How many little skeleton fellas are within 10 feet of me? Loads, I reckon. Chonks. Yonks. There are four around you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We should all laugh like this for the duration of this battle. 16, does that hit? Come on. That definitely beats Skeletal Armor class, yeah. Yes. The other one, 17, so I'm going to assume that hits also. Really, no. (laughs) Yes. Yes. 16, yes. 17, no. 18, 19, yes. 18 for one. And then the... Second arm is 12. So, also, now, <laughs> as we spoke about this briefly before, you have uncovered a vulnerability to skeletons and it is bludgeoning damage. Oh, yeah. well, that's handy. I think that's what my crab does. Hey, my dude did bludgeoning damage it on the last hit, turn. My crab did. Did he hit? It did. So, you did smash one of the skeletons to pieces. Yay! Good job, Paul. Good job, everyone. I thought I passed it, but I actually smashed it. Oh. <laughs> very pleased. So. Oh, no, now I actually have to do maths. Yay, no, maths. That's not why we maths, started maths, this. Maths, 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 maths. <laughs> why did I make it an army? What's with this fucking game and maths? Yeah. What is this, school? School's not cool. Surprise, it was school all along, Paul. <laughs> That's the twist at the end. <laughs> the adventure's going to end with all of us waking up from a dream and we're in class and Grumpo's the teacher. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, we have no listeners anymore. <laughs> okay, so Morik transforms into this beefy earth <laughs> elemental in front of your eyes. 
and lifts up his two massive arms and slams them down onto the charging skeletons around him. And you see seven of these dwarven skeletons <laughs> shatter yes. into pieces. Yes, Marek. Woo! <laughs> seven down. Still an uncountable amount to go. <laughs> Why don't I do this more often? <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, it's your turn in the initiative. Cool. Margaret is going to cast Fire Shield on herself. Smart. Yes. And then I will quicken that so that on the same go, I can also try out my new hammer. <gasps> Yay. Let's see what happens with that hammer. Uh, and she's popped back into visibility for casting uh, Fire Shield. Okay. <laughs> what you're talking about now. Oh, she's popped it back into visibility. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Let's start with some little skellies. Okay. I haven't done a physical attack in a while, so bear with physical. me. Physical. Physical. I'm physical. Physical. <laughs> physical. Oh, that's going to miss. There's no way that's going to hit. What do you get? Nine. Plus, dragon-headed battle hammer TM has a plus six attack bonus. So does that make it 15? Yes. It does? <laughs> Jeez, oh. You can roll a two and hit. Fuck Thank me. God. It's a strong hammer. Does that hit? Yeah, that hits. Fuck me, that's cool. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> I like this. this is, yeah, it's the end of the game, guys. <laughs> I like this a lot. It's the end of the game. It's nice to hit things with my new hammer. You know how the last level of a video game is the easiest one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Regret saying that. <laughs> so I think this is 1d10. Yes. And I'm curious to see what else happens when she swings it around. Six plus three, that's nine. Bludgeoning damage. You just lift your hammer up and then swing it. Knocking the heads off of two of these dwarfs. But can you give me an arcana check? Yes, I can. (laughs) Thirteen. You have a feeling. I got a feeling. Oh, I hate that song. (laughs) You can activate as a bonus action. And you may do that I, I, uh, at a later point. Okay. I've got oh, I've got a rumbling, guys. I've got a rumbling. Something's happening. You also have diarrhea? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, in a metaphorical, magical sense, perhaps. Oh. My hammer has diarrhea. <laughs> the Eternal Armourer is going to attack one of you, Boom. and I haven't decided which one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to swing for the crab mech that's sort of right in front of him. Absolutely more than fair. That's a 16 plus 8. Wow. <laughs> okay. So yes, that beats the armor class. Yep. Only just so. By like four points. That's only just in the greatest scheme of things. So a 20 <laughs> to work with. Yeah. He does 18 points of damage to the front of the mech. You see like the front window sort of crack a bit as he brings his big hammer down upon it. Oh no. Beware. How will everybody see me roll up on a scene? Can you give me a constitution saving throw, Blurg? Ooh. 18. 18, okay. As the hammer makes contact with the front of the mech, you see gems around the side of it that flare light up at you that could have perhaps blinded you had you not constituted (laughs) well enough. Yes. I did my first blink. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But he is going to attack with the smith hammer again. Oh my god. Oh, fuck. Um, He fails this time. Ooh. He somehow whiffs against this big mech. (laughs) (laughs) Off put by the blinking. Yeah. Your hammering is as ineffective and uncoordinated as your work has led me to believe. You did it. Not only can I slam this fool, but I can also gain his attention using my mighty mech suit. (laughs) I finally got what I wanted. I'm going to rip off your flesh and turn you inside out. Ah. And Blair just, like, smiles. No. I did it. <laughs> I antagonised someone. Yay, Blur. Yay. Wait, everybody pause. Round of applause for Blur. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. Blur gets out of the mech suit and bows. All the doors stop. It is now the army's turn. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm afraid so. They are just pouring out of the sides of this room. No, no. Blur. Oh, no. Seven. Ooh, I just... Oh, boy, you good. Go ahead. Sorry, I just, I moved one eyebrow entirely by accident. I've never done that before in my life. And I'll never be able to do it again. I regret saying go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it, I did it. Seven dwarven skeletons start attacking the <laughs> tank. I'm just going to roll. 
Uh, what's the tank's armor class? Oh, uh, 200, right? Uh, no, that's its health HP. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20. 20. Okay. Yeah. 200, I think. Oh. I mean, that was a, that was honestly an impressively stupid throw. <laughs> I somehow backhanded it <laughs> across my deck. Just throwing your dice across the room. And like, this will be good I, enough. I've also rolled three tens in a row. Ooh. Get the good dice out. Time to change the dice, yeah. Mm. Or, or it's used to pull its tens now. Now it's rolled a nine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so two of them hit on the tank. Four. Six points of damage. Oh. I have to come up with a more efficient way to do this. <laughs> Just think of a number, first thought, best thought. Morik, six dwarfs come up and try and attack your golemy form. Hi. Remember you have that shield. So the shield doesn't wild shape with you, so you can add that to your armor class. Yes. Nice. That makes my armor class 19. Solid. And so none of them hit. Yay! <laughs> oh, yay! Skeletal army sucks. I went back to the blue dice and it rolled lower than 10. So. Nice. Do they miss or do they just really ineffectually glance off of the rock? Yeah. <laughs> they just sort of like ping off the ground. Yeah. Some of them like fall backwards ineffectually. Martini. Martini. Maggie. Five dwarves try to attack you, Maggie. Okay. Bring it. I'm enough woman for five. Right. Mm-hmm. Two of them hit. I'm enough woman for ten, actually. That's a fact. <laughs> Two of them. That, that's been proven. <laughs> Tried it. Two of them hit. These are melee attacks, yeah? Yep. What happens when they attack your fire shield? The shield erupts with flame, and the attacker takes 2d8 fire damage. Or seven. So these dwarves do 14 points of damage. But as they sort of slam into you, the flame of your shield bursts forth and you see one of them burnt to near destruction. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're playing with fire now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally on fire. <laughs> and then jump. Eight dwarves are going to attack you. Eight. What's your armor class jump? It's very high. 17. You've got jaws on, they're going to go for you. Damn. Can't handle this amount of jazz. That's right. I've got the lowest AC, but I've got this nice spiteful spell that means if people attack, at least I'm taking them out with me, you know? Like, I'm, <laughs> hey, look, that's I'm good. the easiest to hit, but you're yeah. going down with me. Yeah, Maggie nice. was planning on using it on the rest of us. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. On the journey back. Okay, five of the dwarves hit jump, unfortunately. Ow. Oh. For 23 points of bludgeoning mm. damage. These little bastards are they're gonna chip away at us unless we sort them out. This is bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, every lesson we've learned along the way is going to come into play here. Oh. These are just like the apple throwing dwarf things. Robo dwarfs. <laughs> I didn't pay any attention to any of those. No. It was so boring. Wait, yeah. was wait, 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 wait. Am I supposed to feed them bread and cheese? Yes. Oh, that is the okay. ultimate answer. We shall win their loyalty and their fealty with bread and cheese. Fine. Morik, please produce 25 pounds <laughs> of the stuff. <laughs> it's now your turn in the initiative jump. Go jump. So first off, as a bonus action, I turn to Blet, take out my loot and go. Blurg and lurg. Burger dug. You were the smartest friend. This is the new direction I'm going. I knew it. And I'll give you bardic inspiration. <gasps> oh my god. Which is now a D10, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Nice. Any roll? Any roll. Okay. A, a sausage one. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> An iced one. I give this sausage roll a 10. <laughs> Greg's. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> okay. With that. Sarah, as we leveled up for one last time, Jump has acquired the feat Magical Secrets, which means he can take two spells from any discipline. And I was having a look at what I could do, and um, he summons Bingo. Yes! (laughs) This is it, the final battle of Summer Arc, I reckon. Mm -hmm. Things are pretty wild. Someone's going to need to be quick on their feet, or maybe on the feet of some loyal steed. And I think just one last time, because I'm probably not going to get away with this bullshit in Lower Coastburg. (laughs) but you should try it. <laughs> but I might try it once. No dogs allowed in Lower Coastburg. <laughs> might try it when the mayor's around or something. <laughs> or the kids, if the kids misbehave. Yeah. 
yeah, maybe I will become a general studies teacher again after all. <laughs> but for now. And this is one of Jump's magical secrets. Magical secret. <laughs> Guys, I've got a magical secret. <gasps> Come closer. And so, as Jump gives Blurg bardic inspiration, he steps back and a shimmering field of light begins to coalesce in front of him. And then suddenly the horrifying human face you all love to remember appears in front of you on the battlefield. Yay! Silently screaming. (laughs) Hi, bingo. (laughs) It is so good to be back. I hope you missed us because we missed you too. That sounds manipulative, but I'm sure you know what I mean. If you love what we do and you want to support us and, um, and keep the lights running and help my sound effects library grow, pay for editing software and, and hosting and all that sort of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, why not consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com forward slash questfantastic, where patrons can pay from $1 to $25 in tiers and get all kinds of stuff like exclusive access to GabQuest, our fortnightly talkback, and all kinds of weird and awkward one-shots that fully extol the virtue of being a bunch of wazzocks who tell bum jokes. We have just released My Red Goddess, a two-part one-shot starring me and Sarah, which is a sort of crime noir TTRPG uh, where Sarah plays the femme fatale and the GM, and I'm the very originally named detective. It's really, really fun. So, so happy with how that turned out, and I think you'll love it too if you check us out at Patreon. Thank you so, so much for everything, Grumpo Duke Law, to everyone who has supported us until now. It means the world to us, but to everybody for whom money's a little bit tight or you just want to enjoy the main show, thank you for everything, Grumpo Duke Law. But do us a favour, just spread the word. We get by on word of mouth, and every recommendation really does make a difference. Go onto the website where you can find links to the Discord, our different podcasts such as One Good Thing and Roll Plus Heart. We have links to merch, we have links to music. There's really a lot going with us wonderful people at Quest Fantastic. But until then, episode 46 is coming out on Monday, November the 16th. So, bye!